Why? Why do I even want to have a podcast? Why do I want to have a YouTube channel? Why do I want to have social media? I've deleted most social media apps off of my phone. TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. Those are the main three that I use. Just striking the right balance between consumption and creation. For those of you that are not content creators or don't plan to be, I also think about this in terms of how much I want to be consuming and perhaps not creating content, but just creating in general. I enjoy making music. I guess I enjoy creating space and time for my family. I enjoy consuming movies. I enjoy creating little things around the house. Creating the house, creating a home. Whatever it is that you enjoy doing. It creates energy. And whether we realize it or not, consuming also can create energy. Like if you're eating something, but past the point, it also takes more energy. It depletes us instead of filling us, rejuvenating us. So... I'm thinking about why I would want to have a podcast in the first place. And the first answer that comes to mind is money. It was the same for the YouTube channel. It was the same for social media. Money. Why? Because I'd rather spend my time talking about something that I love or talking about my life or trying to distill my experiences, things that I'm learning, and share that with with others for a living than anything else really I get to be at home I get to live my life then I get to share it to me pretty efficient for one but I think the reward is worth the sacrifice now if you took money out of the equation would I still do it the first answer is no like I said I've deleted all the apps off my phone because I haven't found it to be that useful in terms of connecting with people I would prefer just to connect with the people around me. My wife and my kid, my dogs, some family here and there, and maybe the person at the grocery store. You know, when you come to an intersection and you wave someone through or they wave you through, those simple, simple 
everyday interactions is more than enough to fill my social meter. I think we've come to a point where these social networking sites have really turned to social media sites and I have two different perspectives I have two well I have a couple different perspectives on this I think one is as a content creator and making a living seeing how the platforms are changing the algorithms are changing how the audience is reacting so that I can put forth the best content that will get the most views therefore make the most money so that I can then take that money to support myself and my family and continue the lifestyle that I enjoy living so that I can then make more content out of it it's it's beautiful in a way that cycle it's sad in a way but it's not too much different than the normal cycle of getting up in the morning having to go to work perhaps a nine to five something you may or may not like doing that much to support your family or to make money so that you can support your family um, the only difference is doing something that you like instead of something that you don't and there are always aspects of everything that you're not gonna like there are aspects of being a father or being a husband that I don't like but I still do it you don't do things because you like them you do things either because you have to or you do them because it's worth it. Happiness aside, is this something that I have to do? Is this something that is worth doing? And everything that you have to do is worth doing because you have to do it. But not everything worth doing you have to do. So back to deleting these social media platforms off my phone. Why? Because I don't have to. And it's not worth it. The platforms themselves feeding me information and content that I didn't ask for. And in this sense, YouTube is probably my favorite platform because I can search what I'm looking for. I can be conscious, you know, TikTok, Instagram, it's meant to get you on the app and get scrolling and stay there for a while. And YouTube is like that too with the new homepage, um, how they lets you preview videos and it serves you up endless recommended videos. But still, there's a level of conscious choice that YouTube provides us with that these other social media platforms don't in a way they do you choose what you watch you do choose what you watch and when I go on TikTok it's mostly 
music, either people creating music or music history or um, just different things about music mostly. And it gives me my fair share of funny, you know, entertaining little clips from podcasts and, and stuff, but it's very difficult to get a thought out with these dogs. I do the content in the backyard most of the time, and they're out here most of the time, so every time I come out here and try to do something, they're out here. I do the podcast out here because the background noise in the office isn't good. The kid's white noise machine is typically going or he's typically yelling or screaming with no positive or negative connotation. It's just what he does. He just yells and screams and my wife is up to a lot of house projects right now, so more or less the quietest place to do this podcast is outside. I think it's very important to focus, and I'm not able to focus on this, particularly in the office or inside the house. I can do other work just fine. But not this. It requires a stream of thought that ideally is not interrupted. So when these dogs come and interrupt that I get frustrated with them. Which ironically kind of brings me back to the point of these platforms and not having them on my phone. It's it's not worth it for me. I do find myself when I have them on my phone, and even now that I don't have them on my phone, checking my phone. Checking my phone for emails, checking my phone for if there's anything entertaining on a social media feed or anything interesting on YouTube that I can watch quickly. And it's sometimes without a thought and I've tried to train myself on this to realize when I'm doing it but I've realized that even when I do realize and I am conscious I still go through with it I still open the app I still stay there for a little while hoping to find something of value or something that's entertaining something informational and that's how it's set up it's set up to do that and I'm not saying that's right or wrong they have to make money but it is something that we should ask ourselves this is something that I need to be spending my time on and for me it wasn't um, you know I've thought about it quite a bit and 10 minutes for even one minute of something interesting or entertaining, valuable, isn't exactly worth it because it's distracting. Like the dogs distracting this stream of thought 
on this podcast. It's like... A piece of content distracting your stream of thought during your day or your life. The algorithm, no matter how you've trained it or what you've trained it to give you or to show you, is going to show you something that is going to keep you on. So if the stuff that you don't consciously like or think you like is there, it will show you something that you subconsciously like or that it thinks you will like. So, I don't like seeing that all the time. Especially when I'm blindly scrolling through a feed and I see not necessarily something that I don't agree with, but something that's overly sexualized or someone's opinion that not that I don't agree with, but that just seems a bit extreme. You know, something that just doesn't seem very rational. Something that's violent. Something that's just kind of stupid. Something that's kind of funny, but is wrong. I think I might have to start putting the dogs up while I do this. It's distracting. And I don't want those distractions when I'm just living life every day, every five minutes, every ten minutes. When I'm working and I take a break and before I know it, I'm on my phone scrolling, and before I know it, I've found something that has triggered something. And I'd like to think I have a decent control over what triggers me or what makes me anxious or what makes me sad or what makes me angry. But you're trying to quit smoking you don't hang around smokers you don't keep a pack of cigarettes in your pocket you're trying to quit drinking you don't keep a bottle of alcohol in your cabinet it's just one less step you have to take so I don't keep apps on my phone if I need to find something well, one, I can just re-download the app if it's that important. Or I could just go on the computer or I can search it up. And... I'd rather use my phone, the internet, social media, all these great inventions as a tool to enhance my life and not be used as a tool to enhance someone else's which is ironic because I create content and I often am faced with a moral dilemma if I'm comparing you know these apps as a pack of cigarettes and myself as a 
a smoker who's trying to quit, why am I still making cigarettes for other people to smoke? That's tricky. I guess that is tricky. I often ask myself, what is my message? If you've seen our short form content, it's typically something serious. It's typically something short to the point. And I always ask myself, what's, what is the point? What is the point? What is the point? Why am I doing this? I don't like the word self-help. I don't know. I just don't like the, the connotation. I don't really love personal growth. And even, you know, getting better every day. Just that phrase is starting to get starting to get old to me so why do I keep doing it well one it's my fucking job I have a family to feed does that justify anything did a Nazi officer justify what he was doing by saying he had a family to feed or did he like doing it? He wasn't the one in the concentration camp, but he ran it. And I'm not saying <laughs> content creators are Nazis or anything like that, or even CEOs of cigarette companies or alcohol companies, but because there is some good, you know, I don't find much value in short form content, but YouTube videos and podcasts that give me information or give me insights or a different perspective on something that I am personally struggling with, I find immensely valuable to have that access to someone who is going through something or is able to give me their experience. It's kind of like reading a book. And sometimes for short form content too, I know I find some good news or I find something I didn't know about or I find a clue, I find a hint. Um, I find something to bookmark for me to follow up on later. And that's pleasant. But like I said, again, for that one little piece of information I've typically find, I have to go through 20 or 30 and you know, to me, that's not worth it. So why do I keep doing it? So why do I keep making the content for others to find? I've been struggling to find a call to action. I found a good piece of content on YouTube earlier this week. Um, uh, it's about content creation because another layer of complexity to to this is that it's not just my personal business content creation my job is being a social media strategist <laughs> so doing it for other people too so I think for me finding you know, where my morals and values are on this is important but this dude asked um, his audience, what is the purpose of a heading? 
And people were like, well, to get you to read the article. And he said, no, the purpose is to get you to read the subheading. And the subheading is to get you to read the, the actual content, the actual body of text. And then the actual body of text is to get you to follow through on some sort of call to action. So on social media, it would kind of be like your name is the headline. Then the subheading would be your bio or whatever you do or whatever you type in that, you know, about you section. And the body, the body text or the meat of the actual content is your actual content. It's what you create. It's your TikToks, your YouTube videos, your, your library of content. And then you have a call to action. What do you want people to do? And of course, my first answer was, well, I want people to check out my sponsor because that's who's paying me technically to do this. I want people to go check out my other content. So I make more money and get more views doing this. But I was thinking, what really, if I wasn't doing this for money, if you can take money out of the equation for a second, just table that, what really is the call to action here? What is really the call to action? Even in this podcast, what am I asking you to do? That's hard. I guess I'm asking you to think. I guess I'm asking you to make decisions that are going to benefit you. I'm not trying to tell you what decisions will be best. I'm not telling you to go delete the apps off your phone. But I am asking you to think, what value am I getting from the apps? So in the short form content, what is my call to action? I think my call to action is the same here. Think. You know, what's best for you? There's a life out there that you can live. And like. You can do something you like. You can make a living from it. And you can like your lifestyle. If you take the time to set it up in the proper way. And you're willing to fail a couple of times. I guess that's really all it is. But that really isn't a call to action. What am I asking you to do? I don't know. Whatever whatever the hell you want, I suppose. I feel like that's a dead end. I feel like there's something that I'm not seeing. There's, there, in some way, I'm not allowing myself to be honest with myself. Is it just about the money or is, am I actually asking someone to do something? Because if it wasn't about the money, I'm inclined to say I wouldn't make the content. That's really what I've been struggling with. Am I just doing it for the money? Because if I can't come up with another reason, well, that's, uh, that's a little bit like the, the old deal with the devil. Doing something you don't personally believe in. Part of me naively wants to say it helps people. Part of me wants to say, well, if people are going to be on there anyways, they might as well see something you know, beneficial or hopefully positive or that hopefully has a 
positive impact on their lives, but you know, I have no idea if it does or not. We get comments, we get DMs. That's great. Sure. But I guess what's my responsibility here? Do I have a responsibility? First and foremost, my responsibility is to family. And everybody else is, you know, just shit out of luck, I guess. And maybe that's how the CEOs think. Maybe that's how Facebook and Google or Meta, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, Pinterest, LinkedIn, Twitter. <laughs> maybe that's how they all think. You know, I, Lord forbid my child uses this, but... You know, this is still my job, and I still have to get people to use this app. I don't use it, but... Because I know the effects, but, you know, other people can use it. I certainly don't eat this junk food, but... I still have to make it taste good so other people will eat it. What drives us to do that type of stuff? I, I, I think there has to be some... real reason why we do this I don't think it's just people selling their souls or people wanting to make I don't think it's greed you know for myself I'm only now starting to really ask myself these questions I didn't ask myself this when I was starting I wasn't even making this type of content when I started <laughs> in a way the content has been a vehicle for me to figure out more about myself and my values and how I want to live. So hopefully other people are doing that, but it's almost like I'm, I'm trapped. I'm trapped in a decision that I made. Well, I guess you wouldn't call that trapped then. I made a decision. And even when you uncover things that you don't exactly like or that are rough or that are challenging, doesn't mean you you hang it up doesn't mean you stop it means well you gotta figure it out now there are certain lines that you know you probably shouldn't cross if you if you run into something that's really troubling but I think for the most part you, you have a responsibility to follow through on the challenges that, that face you so or me in this social media thing, if I stop, I'm not sure that does anybody any good. It certainly doesn't do me any good. It does me, it, it does me better. It's better for me if I continue because hopefully I figure out a solution to this. It's better for my family because I get to foot, put food on the table. And it might even be better for the audience because you get to hear this and apply it to your own life. Ask yourself the same questions. I don't think social media is a net negative. But the negative is a lot easier to see. And for me personally, it's a lot easier to see the negative in things than the positive, so... I usually see the negative first. 
that doesn't always mean that it's all negative. There's always a, a balance. There's always another side. And I think that's our responsibility to keep going, to face these challenges head on, to figure them out, even, even if there's just going to be another set of challenges ahead of us. kind of like the working to live and living to work <laughs> you're solving challenges just to solve more challenges what is that life so <sighs> take that for whatever it is whatever you get from that I think this is going to be our new podcast format. I might add video to it later if, if it's not too, you know, if it's not too tedious. I really want to get right to the thought, right to the meat, and not worry about all these little technical things. I want it to be good, technically, so it doesn't turn anybody off for it being so technically bad. But it doesn't need to be so good that it prevents me from just creating the content. And I would give that advice to anybody out there trying to do anything. Don't overthink it. Don't make it so hard for yourself that you don't do it. Even if you got to dumb it down a little bit. Even if you got to start. <laughs> um, start at the bottom. Yeah, eventually you get a little bit better. But eventually there's also a point of diminishing returns where... You psych yourself out or you put too many, you know, you, you make the ritual too much. You know, it's not worth, it's not worth going through it. And if you got to do 10 things just to do the thing you want to do, is that really the thing you want to do? So, we might add video later, we might not. But... I think this will just be a more personal, intimate exploration of, of real challenges and, and things to figure out. So, thank you for being here. If you have any thoughts... <laughs> If you have a if you have a perspective, please share it with me. <laughs> uh, I check Instagram, you know, once, twice a week, so you share it with me there. I'll, I'll I'll get back to it. I do get. It's not like I don't use the platforms at all. I have to kind of now, because they're a part of our lives, aren't they? And in that way, they are useful. You know, if if we didn't have that, how would we get in touch? How how would we be exchanging this content and exchanging these thoughts? You know, leave a comment, send a DM. You could probably find my email somewhere. Let me know what you're thinking about this. So it's not just me talking, but it's a conversation. Give me something to think about. Get me out of my own head.
This is typically where I would end. End it because, you know, like what else is there to say? Well, I'm trying to make this shit an hour. <laughs> One, because it's gonna make more money if it's longer. That yeah, still has to be good. We'll figure that shit out later. But I guess also it'll force me to think about this a little bit deeper as well. An hour-long conversation with myself and you. But I guess the two main people in this podcast, myself, you, but there's also a third person. It's my other side of myself trying to come up with something to say, come up with something to think about. Maybe, maybe that's what's wrong. Just trying to fill up an hour because it makes more money. Does it help me out at all? Does it help you out at all for me to just keep talking for an hour? Sure, it doesn't. It doesn't feel like it. Maybe I just don't want it to feel like it because... I know it could be something good, you know, a form of self-sabotage. I want to stick to the 15-second clip on social media. I want to stick to the six-minute clip on YouTube. And I don't want to push myself to talk for an hour because I'm afraid I don't have anything to say. And I think that's the truth. I'm, I'm afraid I don't have anything to say, anything interesting to say, anything meaningful to say. So now that I'm talking, it feels weird, but maybe that's, maybe that's a good thing, making myself feel uncomfortable, pushing myself to that point where it feels kind of like you, you, you're going to die a little bit, not, not physically die, but you know, the point where you don't know what's going to come after this. That is... It's a point we should get to a little bit more, probably. Because what's more interesting than figuring out what, what next, what now? If we always stay in that little comfort zone, we don't know who we can become. We don't know what we might say or what we might do, what we might accomplish what might come out of us if we don't give it a chance to come out. And yeah, it's scary because you don't know what the hell you're going to say. You don't know how you really feel until you say how you feel. And then even when you say how you feel, there's going to be feelings that come from that. But if you don't say how you feel in the first place and then get <laughs> kind of get that feedback from yourself about how you feel and then integrate that into how you feel, then you don't know how you feel because you haven't done everything in your power to realize how you feel. We should give ourselves that chance more often. I think a lot of us don't 
do that because we've been trained not to either by our parents or our friends or the people around us or people on social media we we look at other people and say wow that's really interesting that's really funny that's really entertaining there's no way i could come up with something like that so let me stick to this little job i'm doing let me stick to this little corner over here let me stick to these couple of people over here that make me feel important that make me feel safe and that's miserable because there's always a part of you thinking I think I could do that and then another part of you always saying no you can't so, someone left a comment on one of our videos the other day about to, to sum it up I don't I can't remember it verbatim but basically he had the he has the desire to achieve but he doesn't know what to do he doesn't know what to pursue he doesn't know anything well he might know something and my guess is he probably has a better idea than he might think but this desire to achieve and nothing and no medium <laughs> To achieve through it's like we want the achievement achievement is is kind of like it's not a thing in and of itself it's not tangible achievement is you know you can have a medal but what does a medal mean you can go buy a medal <laughs> I guess that's why people buy gold gold chains materializes the achievement you can show it but even that i mean it might be a little superficial i don't you know i don't i don't wear chains anymore because what do i have to why do i have to show it but but you know for the sake of you know devil's advocate it is an achievement to to buy a gold chain to display it it's like a trophy like a Grammy maybe not a Grammy it's very different <laughs> or an Oscar but it's kind of the same it's a medal it's not a participation it's I did it I made the money I bought the chain you know I made the music I did better than everybody else or you know let's <laughs> let's be naive about this and, and just say that uh, the Grammys or the Oscars or everything it, there's no politics it's not rigged you just get it off the merit of your work Let, let's just say that and while we're on that page, let's say it's like that for sports, too. And anything that you do, actually. We don't want to rely on being validated by the outside world. By anybody else. Now, it's nice to provide value to others. It's nice to provide something to other people. It's nice to do things for other people. But that's not where we get validated. You do them just because you do them. You do them because you want to do them. You don't do them because someone's going to say thank you or pat you on the back. You don't need a trophy for whatever you're doing. We see these people on social media. We see these people on TV. We see these people. See our friends. Well, 
Let me not say that. I, I, you know, from experience, from my own personal experience, I don't have friends. You know, I have people that I, you know, that I love. That's family. I look up to people on social media. I look up to people. I admire people. I appreciate their work and I think that's a healthier way to go about it than to be jealous or to covet. You know, to be envious of something. I don't want the life of the people that I admire. I admire them because they did something good. They did something great. They did something that I appreciate. They provided me with a piece of music. They provided me with a great movie to watch. They provided me with some insight, a different perspective. They, they provided me with something. And I appreciate that. And I think that is where we transform jealousy and envy and you know, looking at other people and this need for attention or trophies or accomplishment or achievement, um, we transform that into doing something for ourselves. You know, back to the achievement. The achievement isn't the achievement. The achievement is the process of achieving. So if you don't know what to pursue... Don't start with trying to pursue the achievement. Start with pursuing what you want to do. And for a while, I've had this desire to make music. And for a while, it was to be, you know, a famous artist, to get a Grammy, to do all this stuff when I was young. That's what I, that's what I wanted. And that's what I spent most of my time doing. And along the way... It's actually how I got here making content. You know, the music I was making was, I th you know, it was decent music, but it, it was about all the wrong things. And I decided to, to change paths a little bit. I was starting a family and I had to get practical. I had to make some money. And now I'm in a place where I can revisit some of these things. And the Grammy isn't exactly what I want anymore. I, and I can't even say it'd be nice to have because that's, that's not exactly what I'm, I'm going for. I like making music. And I don't like having to find music for some reason. <laughs> um, you know, once in a while I do so I can add new songs to my playlist and get a little new music in. But really, you know... Why don't I just make it for myself? And if, and if I happen to spark inspiration or make some music that other people like along the journey as I share it, you know, where's the harm in that? Maybe it's the same thing with this podcast. You know, I was fortunate enough to decide that this was what I wanted to do and end up actually making money from it and somewhere along the way that took well, I can't say somewhere along the way that's how it was from the jump I was trying to make money um, I was trying to you know, start a business and there is nothing wrong with that but I think at every step of the journey 
we still have to ask ourselves why. Am I still in it for the money? Or have I actually found something deeper? And I think it's, you know, it's a little bit of both. It's not either or. Need to make the money, but why not try to do something decent at the same time? Why not try to go deeper with something? See where it goes. And I think that's, that, that's, that's where we need to be at. Not the achievement, not the money, but let's see where this goes. At a point, you, you still remember why you started, or at least you should, but hopefully along the way things transform into this is less of where I know I'm headed or where I want to head, and, and I'm curious to see where this goes. I want to do better because if I do better, it's going to lead me to another place where I get another piece to the puzzle. And it's not exactly about making music. It's not about the podcast. It's not about the content. It's not about the job. It's not about the business, the money, the achievement. It's about seeing where it goes and pushing the envelope, going a little bit deeper, finding new sources of creativity. Becoming more creative, meeting people along the way, forming bonds and relationships. Not just with other people, but with yourself. That's probably the most important aspect of it. That's what it's about, the process. You know, the, the view is not the best part of getting to the mountaintop. The journey up the mountain is the best part because there is the view to look forward to. Once you see the view, once you gain the perspective, once you get the bird's eye view, there's nothing else to do but to zoom back in, to get back into the details, to find another mountain to climb. And I guess in that way, it's, it's about the process. I get annoyed with myself when I see it's about the fucking process. Well, yeah, I need to eat, too. <laughs> there's, there's some practical things that need to happen as, as well. It's not just about the process, because if the process doesn't work or the process doesn't get you the outcome, um, then what's it for? Well, that's a, that's a good place to ask yourself, what is it for, then? Why am I doing this and then? If you're not liking the process, if you, if you weren't going to get the view, would you still like the hike that you're on? If you weren't going to like the outcome, would you still be doing the same things? Change what you want the outcome to be or change what you think the journey should be. But if you change the outcome, it's going to change the journey. If you change the journey or the process, it's, it's going to change the outcome. And in that way as well, it's a conversation you need to have with yourself. It's back and forth, always asking yourself, am I doing this? Why am I doing this? Do I still like doing this? Is there something else I should be doing? Why should I do that? Or why should I not do that? Why do I need to stick to this path? Or why do I need to tweak it a little bit? It's always asking yourself those questions. Is the outcome still worth it? Is the achievement still worth it? Is this journey still worth it? And always ask yourself, even if you, even if you bounce back and forth a little bit, I think we're supposed to bounce back and forth a little bit because if we just stay on, you know, the path and we never question, we never ask, we never get curious, then 
well then we're robots we we set the outcome and we you know we we follow the path until we get there that's not human so be okay with bouncing back and forth and asking yourself these questions it's human be okay not knowing what to pursue and instead of stressing out about about what to pursue or you know wanting to achieve something having this feeling of of lack because you haven't achieved anything ask yourself questions ask yourself questions like these and you might not find an answer right away and you might not ever find an answer that's startling we might not ever find an answer I mean, what am I supposed to tell you here's the answer no because I don't know the answer I'm still figuring it out and I might not ever figure it out and that's that that fear of death almost popping up again that that dead end the oh, oh shit I'm at the end of the rope here what else what else do I say what else do I think what else do I do well let's take a breath look around feel the sun then get back to whatever you were doing it's all it has to be start real broad and you feel lost because there's so many options so many different directions so many just, just so much shit in front of you and then you get narrower and more more narrow, I should say. More narrow and more narrow and more narrow. Picture a cone, you know, or, yeah, picture a cone. At the beginning of the funnel, you know, there's, there's a huge opening. But as you get to the end of the cone, it's a, it's a point. It's a narrow. And at that point, there is nowhere else to go. And then that's when things break down. And you have to let them break down. When you get to that point where there is nowhere else to go, there's a dead end, you drop it, you, you, you elevate from it, or you, you transcend, you transcend that cone, or you transcend that path, you go past it, okay, and you're kind of back where you started, a whole bunch of options, you're back at the beginning of another cone, another funnel, another path, another challenge, another mountain. But if you don't allow yourself that, well, you can stay at that dead end, and that is a dead end, and you know that's a dead end. But if you allow yourself to transcend it or to just say, okay, well, done with that, then you can move on. can let go and you can move on sometimes it's just a mental thing you just let go and you move on move on from what whatever you are on you take the next step and you just keep taking the next step and sometimes we'll pause Sometimes we'll think about what we're doing. 
we should. But there's going to be a point where we just have to keep it pushing. This feeling of despair. What am I going to achieve? What am I going to pursue? What am I going to do? Well, got to do something. Now you can either keep thinking about this, what am I going to achieve? What am I going to do? What am I going to pursue? And yeah, the important questions, but as the despair rises, as the anxiety rises, that becomes what you're doing. That's important to realize because as soon as you realize I'm choosing to do this, I'm choosing to be in this state of lack or I'm I'm choosing to be in this state of envy or jealousy or I'm choosing to feel a lack of achievement or I'm choosing to be scared or afraid or to feel sorry for myself. Once you realize you're choosing that, you, you realize, oh, I can choose something else. I don't have to choose this. Now, we kind of start back on the same cycle. Well, what do I choose to do? That's up to you. You've crossed one thing off the list, though. Let's not feel like that anymore. Let's not feel sorry for myself. Cross that off the list. Let's not feel anxious about it. Cross that off the list. And no, it's not that easy. There there might be some residual anxiety lurking around somewhere. But I guarantee you, if you choose something... You're going to forget about the anxiety. The anxiety is naturally just going to fall to the wayside. If you choose to just get on with your workout, you're in the workout. Now you are working out. You're not feeling anxious anymore. You're just working out. If you're working on your business, you're not feeling anxious anymore because you're doing something about your situation. If you're asking for help, if you're talking to someone, Now you're talking to someone. Now you're seeking the resources you need. And immediately you're not in the position that you are in. Immediately you're a little bit further. You've taken the next step. But if we continue to choose, you know, the same thing that we always choose, there's there's not going to be a different outcome because we're choosing to walk the same path. You're getting the same outcome because you're walking the same path. You're making the same choice that's leading you to the same place. A dead end. Make a different choice. Desire a different outcome. Walk a different path. walk a different path change the direction change the direction it's not like you're you're scrapping your whole life you're just changing your direction a little bit the the path that you walked is still behind you and you can always backtrack take the left you were supposed to take or take the right that you missed take the turn always do that why not see what is ahead sometimes we need to reflect and we do need to go back 
maybe ask ourselves, how did I end up here? What got me here? What led me here? What drove me here? And to do that, you need to go back and reflect. History often repeats itself. That's not just for whatever's written down in a book. It's for yourself, too. We often repeat the same cycles. Hopefully, though, every time that we do, we're on the next level of that cycle. We've transcended the level that we're on. Now we're on the next one. You know, more or less the same shit, just higher stakes, maybe. Or, depending on whatever you're doing, <laughs> less stakes. More to gain, hopefully. Maybe less to gain. I don't know. Guess it just depends on when you're where you are and what you're trying to do. For me, I suppose, at the next level, there's... Technically, there's more to lose, materially... Materialis materialistically, but less to lose spiritually. Right now, I have a lot to gain spiritually, but probably less to lose materialistically. Or less to gain materialistically. I think I can gain a, a both, but at this level, I'm not worried too much about losing materialistic stuff. So I think I can probably just gain it back. I know how to operate. I, if I got here, I can get here again. Spiritually, it's a different story. I got here, I don't know, exactly know how I got here. I can't trace my steps for that. So in that way, I guess, I'm kind of lost. But at the same time, I, I feel like I know where I am. And at the same time, I feel like I could have a better understanding of where I am in the future when I'm somewhere else. So. What did we even start talking about? Social media? Yeah, it's just... Everything's a vessel. Everything's a lesson. Everything's a course. Even when you're doing the wrong things. For the right reasons or the right things for the wrong reasons. You're just doing the wrong thing or just maybe you're doing the right thing. We're not going to have perspective on it until we get up that mountain. And sometimes that's the only place where we can have that perspective that we need. <laughs> It'd be nice to have that perspective now, wouldn't it? But we're not going to have that perspective until we get there. So that's why we have to follow through. So we get the perspective and then when we have to do uh, the same thing again or the next challenge... You know, at least we have that perspective. And then along that way, 
we'll be able to use what we learned, but there will be something else to learn. Just a cycle. I don't think there needs to be anxiety or anything around this cycle. It just seems to be what it is. And I think we should enjoy it. I think we should get the most we can from it. We're not always going to enjoy that and in a way that's enjoyable as well. It's just experiencing joy, experiencing sadness, experiencing these lessons, the process of learning. Perhaps that's what it's about. All right, we made it to an hour, y'all. If I edit this down, which I I don't really want to edit it out. That's just like one of those steps that would prevent me from doing this in the future. So, we'll see. We'll see how this goes. Let me know if this is something that y'all are interested in. Or don't, you know. I might just do it because I'm interested in it. I'm sure your perspective, or I don't, I have just of, you know, I learned just as much just trying to, to try to come up with as many perspectives for myself, but, you know, what I'm trying to do is close this out, I don't exactly know how to close this out, maybe I need an outro or something to, you know, something commercial just to say, okay, show's over. If you're ever, like, trying to get off a call, you don't exactly know how to say bye. You know, that's what this feels like. It just, uh, oh, okay, all right. Um, see ya. Talk to you later. Feels impersonal, but in a way, that's real, you know? Bye. <laughs>